Welcome back, Borland Raptors. Playoff basketball edition, which does not involve our beloved Toronto Raptors, but we do give a, a brief Raptors recap, talking the Ujiri situation, which uh, you'll see that there's two of us that don't know what we're talking about and one of us who does know what we're talking about. Uh, and then it's a quick playoff recap to this point. Uh, I uh, pontificate on what I think is going to happen with uh, Kawhi uh, in the not too distant future, and what we need to do is really take his number out of the Raptors and get ready to put it back on his shoulders because Kawhi's coming home. Uh, there's that. There's a little bit of Phil talk, uh, some uh, a very interesting rabbit hole. Uh, what drives you crazy? And then uh, some AOB minus Deno. Deno's not to leave a, a little early. So, all right, coming up, Kitch Deno and the pod. Kitch. Yo. Michael, the know me. <laughs> well, that is a different one. The boys will like that. Bobby and Johnny will like that. Uh, all right, boys, here we are. Uh, the Raptors are no longer. I'm not even sure they're in the league anymore. Uh, and we are just here to talk about uh, everything other than the Raptors. Oh, wait. No, we're going to talk about uh, Masai. Because he did. There was some news last week with Masai. Uh you know, having his his end of season conference uh, with the with the press. So I'm going to go to you guys with what what did you come away with after watching Masai um, meet with the meet with the press for his uh, his conference there? Dennis, let's start with you. Kitch, <laughs> uh, I think he's staying. I think he's staying. Like Fre- Freddie's Freddie's come out and said he thinks he's staying publicly. So for him to come out and say that publicly, it's probably a decent sign. Um, if he is staying, he better figure out what he's going to do with Lowry. So that's something that I want to uh, make sure that uh, it's well looked after. But, uh, yeah, I think he's staying. For those that actually watched the video, um, you know, he was very emotional when he started talking about Lowry, uh, you know, Nurse and Freddie, right? Saying those guys want me back and stuff. He got very emotional about it. I thought he was like 20% chance. I agree. He's like 90, 95% chance. And I think he's going to have a lot of demands. Very, very similar to last time where he said, if you want me, I want a G League, I want an all-star game, I want this, I want that. And they said, yes, I think he's really going to go for the juggler again, saying, if you want me, here are the six things you got to commit to. So he's coming back. Well, shockingly, you guys will be uh, uh, surprised to hear that I have a different take on this. Uh, <laughs> I would... I would say it's 2080. He's not back. I read the tea leaves completely differently. That was sort of a, uh, okay, well, first things first. Why would this deal not already be done uh, if this was the case, right? Clearly, there's there's something where man, where ownership and Messiah are not on the same page about something. Otherwise, this deal is done a long time ago. His demands aren't all of a sudden, they haven't changed. Like I'm sure what he's wanted or needs uh, is well known within the uh, ownership community. So, I read that as like, you know, they've known about this for a while. They've yet to consummate this deal. I'm going to the, I'm going to Africa. I'm coming back, and then we'll sort of see what 
uh, where things are headed. I I would be very, very, very surprised uh, if he resigns. I think he'll take a year off and then wait for the next best gig to open up. So Bart, like when, like from negotiation and leverage, where does he have the most power? He has the most power when you're a free agent. Like he doesn't have as much power when there's when he's still under contract. Uh, people people got to ask to talk to talk to you and all that kind of stuff. Like I think he's has the most leverage when he's a true free agent. What do you think? Well, he said it wasn't about the money, right? He said that's not the end all and be all for him and ownership and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I I think Masai is held in such high regard um, around the league that they have to the Raptors have to know that. If he, as a free agent, he's going to have suitors of some capacity. Now, they may feel they have a better gig to offer him, and perhaps they're going to overplay their hand. But I don't know. I just didn't feel – to me, there was not enough buy signals in his in his words the other day. Like I, I felt like it was uh, him trying to say all the right things to say, hey, yeah, I want to come back. You know How many times you heard the, uh, that happen, right, where the player free agent says, hey, I want to, I want to be back here. But uh, you know, and then next thing you know, they're, they're gone somewhere else. So I, listen, I'm just telling you. Uh, I'm usually right about these things. So I bet hundred bucks. Let's go. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have somewhere to be today? Are you in yes. a rush? Uh, yep. Kitch, did you want to, uh, any last thoughts on? No, you know, no, I, uh, I think, I still think he's back. I do think he's back for at least another year. Uh, Cause nothing's really, and I, I don't think he just leaves out of the blue. I think he actually plants a seed that he's going before he just, before he jumps ship. So I, I'm going to put him back for another year. <laughs> His contract's over. It's not out of the blue. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think he would say I'm. I'm not. I think he would. I think he would actually give us a heads up before he would leave. Well, I think that conference, the uh, press conference, he did. That was his heads up. Oh. <laughs> did he have a suitcase? Was, was he carrying a suitcase in that press conference? I don't know. Uh, all right, listen. Uh, other than that, in Raptorland, I think it's going to be. It, we're relatively quiet until free agency. Uh, even though it's one of our topics that we'll we'll come back to, there is some Raptors talk, but it, I'll save it for the uh, further down the line. Uh, all right, here we are. Uh, next topic, Dano, as you uh, as you've asked for, playoff recap. Uh, we are what two games into every series, I think, right now, um, and we've got ourselves some interesting situations. So, uh, biggest surprise is Kitch at this point. Oh, the Clips. The Clippers is obviously the number, the number one surprise, being down 2 nothing. Um I tell you, they, they do not look great. Like you, you, Kawhi, Kawhi can usually put a game on his shoulders and win it for him, and he tried that last game by getting 40-plus. Didn't happen. And I'm looking at uh, – you look at the, if you watch, if you watch uh, Dallas and Hardaway Jr., he's been the wild card here. He's been money. Like, you're going to get points out of, out of Donkic, and, and Porzingis is going to be decent. But Hardaway Jr. is having a great series, and he's the he's the X factor, I think, in this in this in these games. The Clippers, there's nobody really stepping up behind the two big guys. George is playing half decent, so he's playing better than last year, obviously, and uh, and Kawhi's Kawhi. But go beyond that, there's nobody stepping up in this, so they their depth is really hurting them. Um, so I, that that's my that's the, obviously the biggest shocker and the one that's uh, the one that's the biggest surprise. Well, that's weird that. Uh... The difference maker, Marcus Morris Senior, hasn't uh, hasn't catapulted. And that's weird. Uh, yes, we were hoping we were hoping he didn't notice on that because I, I believe yeah. I believe he's averaging six point eight points in the series uh, to this point, playing about twenty minutes a game, not getting crunch time minutes. But yeah, no, it's weird that he hasn't made the difference. Uh, Dad, I'm going to let you go before I. Hey, uh, Dad, texted. Dad, texted me at, after the first game and said, "I hope Bart didn't see that line. Like, I hope Bart did not see the, the Marcus Morris right. like because it was awful right, the first game." 
He Bert. was t- well. He wasn't any better. The second game, he had nine points. Bart first game, all for six from three. The dental jinx was on him. Forty six percent for the year. Then all for six first game. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> and, and wide open, wide open threes. Like wide I, open. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's the problem. You when you look at that roster, all of a sudden. I mean, it's Leonard and George, and then your other three starters are, are the difference maker, Marcus Morris Sr., Zubach, and Beverly. Like, that's those aren't like championship names. And then oh. you've got Abaka, who's gone to the abyss. Yeah, uh, I, him. I know, six minutes at last game, yeah. uh, which doesn't make a lot of sense to I me. Mean, you got Nick Batum, playoff Rondo, who that was probably an aberration last year. That was, the, I think, the Lakers got him uh, just before uh, he hit a car. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, there's not, there's, there's not much. The bench. Who's the one guy off the bench? Jackson or something? Like that? Jackson. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he's he's a little long in the tooth. He's he's no spring chicken. Uh, all of a sudden, yeah. that team. Well, why they're not playing Serge? I, I mean, I, I don't get it. Did they not see? They not see what he can do, especially in the he playoffs. Came, like, so so when I was reading an article, when Serge came back, he played two games. He started the two games, the last two games of the year, and the. Uh, the offense wasn't flowing or what, but like him playing six minutes, assuming he's semi healthy, that's ridiculous. Like he's he was our like a he's a playoff player, right? Yeah, like I don't understand I mean, that. That's why he they got not, him. He must not be healthy. He must not. Yeah, be healthy. yeah. Six minutes. Come on. Like there's, there's got to be something there. Well, um, I mean, we'll fi- we'll find out tonight. Yeah, as far as um, to add on to Kitch stuff, um, Miami Miami gave away game one like. If if they win that game, I think it's a different series. Butler was a disaster in that game. Was he like four for twenty four or something, or four for twenty one, or something like that? Four for twenty two. Four for twenty two. Four for twenty two, and they lost by lost by two. He's four for twenty two. Um, watch that Utah game last night, man. They are a different team with Mitchell, man. Oh my god, and they <laughs> they are deep. Wow, like they got they got seven really really good players and different. Different types of players, different roles. I was impressed uh, with them, and then I'm I'm just so pissed off that Chris Paul's hurt. Like I think that's the Lakers the Lakers way to get past that series. If Chris Paul's healthy, I think I'm pretty confident uh, Phoenix takes that series. So that that has me bummed out. Oh, we are we are done a rapid fire here. We're just firing through everything. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's let's stay on the Chris Paul for a second because I think that's a pretty big topic. Uh, that is a devastating blow. I think he's done. Like I, I mean, I, they might still suit him up, but like as in they'll try and play him a few minutes, see if he can go. But it doesn't look, it does not look good. And that series is now finito. Uh, if he's if he's not healthy, it's they're they're done the next, which is which is horrible. But holy shit, Chris Paul, can you stay healthy ever? Ever, right? Look at uh, three years ago when they had a chance to take down the the Warriors. Boom, hamstring. Game six, done. Right. This one after they win game one, like they're in a great spot, and you know, in a kind of sort of innocuous play. I mean, he runs into his own guy, hits the floor, and next thing, and he said he heard a crack. Right. So I, I mean, I think it's a, but yes, it's very, very unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Um, If you think of, sorry, if you think of. Like, like MVP, we're talking about Steph Curry. Like I would almost say Chris Paul was the MVP this year. Like Phoenix to make the playoffs last year. And I remember us talking about, and they got Chris Ball. You you think they'll sneak in the playoffs this year? They're second, like second best team. And like that guy, that guy takes every team to the playoffs. 
doesn't go far. They don't have the horses like these other teams. But I would actually put him like, you know, top three for the, like you take him away from that team. They're like probably a seven seed or something like that. Yeah, it, it, it's, uh, I agree with you. It's incredible that it, his run of bringing teams uh, to a certain point, but man. Come the playoffs, last. He is you got to you got to figure out you got to figure him out now. You got to you got to deal with the Durant this year. Rest him half the season and don't start him. Like that team's going to get in the playoffs without him. So just get to the playoffs and make sure he's healthy for the playoffs and maybe sit him for half the year. That seems to be the new NBA for for the way the way things are panning out. It's true. Do you mean load? Man- do you mean load management? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean a heavy load, like a heavy non-playing load. <laughs> kind of like Lowry. Yeah, like. We had load management for Lowry this year. That was we did. Yeah, he's, he's well. He's well rested for the free agency draft. You know what? Yeah. yeah, I think that strategy makes sure you do not make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be the problem with the, with the Suns. Uh, all right, so just quickly then, uh, the Knicks Hawks series, which I think is going to end up being the best series of the first round. Um, I don't think my my uh, prediction of, of Nixon five is going to happen. However, I'm not. I haven't given up the big big second half for them last night. Uh, my concern there, however, is that gosh, they don't have a lot of guys who can score on that team. It's hard to win basketball games. You don't have a lot of natural scorers, whereas the Hawks seem to have plenty of them. And so you know what? Kudos to Trey Young, by the way. I love his performance so far and his sort of moxie in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I love it. So just so our viewers are aware, at halftime last night, the uh, the the Knicks were losing in four. They were they were done, and they they were they were finished. And and Daniel said, "Oh, thank you, Bart. Thank for thank for crushing the Knicks." So Daniel gets on the game, bets the Knicks to win that game at three to one. Knicks come roaring back, and now the Knicks are back in favor. So halftime last night, they were dead. They were dead. Yeah. When I I believe I said to Daniel, "There's zero chance they win this game." <laughs> and that's and that's when I knew it was free money. That's when I knew it was free money. <laughs> well, like I said, I needed to do I needed the Bart Jenks because I was already heavily invested yeah. on the Knicks to win that game. I was like, "Oh my god, it was going to be an account account." Count to zero if they don't win that game. <laughs> so, was, but you're you're right, Bart. I did when watching the game. I do think I, I the bright lights like uh, our 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 Canadian Barrett boy. He does not look good. He looks he looks like he's just trying to force stuff in the big lights. And uh, so we they need him. They need him to settle down, get a nice twenty twenty five point game, just to not force stuff up and try to make stuff happen. And so he's a he's he's the wild card for me in this series. For those that uh, for, for those that didn't watch the game last night, make sure you watch Game Five. That building was going to come down. It was so loud. It was so dull. They had the <laughs> "fu young." The whole place saying "fu young." A fan got now kicked out for spitting on Trey Young. I guess like uh, like the place was nuts. They they know what to do with themselves. They're so crazy. You know what? It was awesome. It was rocking. I don't actually yeah. you know what. I can't even remember even going back to the Jordan days. Uh, those playoff series. I don't remember it being like that. No, that place no. was going bon- yeah. pent up frustration. I think. Um, <laughs> They were going bomb. It was awesome. It was fun to watch, oh, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, Kitch, to your point, like, the Hawks have figured out what to do with Randall. They're just like, well, you're not going to beat us. They basically, as soon as he makes a move to the basket, they're throwing two or three guys to block him off from going from doing anything. His outside shooting has been terrible. And it's like, well, okay, where are you going to get this scoring from that you need? So I am I am worried. I'm not, I'm not saying they're not going to win the series, but I'm worried about them winning in five. What a, what a pickup getting Derrick Rose. Like, oh. would you would you've ever imagined that happened? No way. Yeah. He was oh. amazing. Now he's got a lot of space because of all the double teams, but he was amazing last night. 
so yeah, the thing I want to go back on, we touched on here too, is so what happened to this? We're going to have 20% of the fans back for the playoffs. <laughs> like when did that, when did that disappear? <laughs> the play, there was not an empty seat in that place. It was jam guys. Buying it. Oh. I, I, I'm like, where did that, where did they, where did that 20% factor go? Utah, Utah was sold out too, wasn't it? Like it was jammed. Right. Love that. Love uh, that. Yeah. Fellas, I don't I don't know if you Canadians get this uh, news, but the pandemic's over in the United States. There is <laughs> apparently, no pandemic. Apparently. It, it's well done. Oh, it, it totally is. It, and, but the, uh, thing yeah. is so, the thing I was amazed, though, I went, I switched from the, the game ended, so I went to the hockey game. I don't know why I went to hockey game, but I went to the hockey game and watched the end of the, uh, the Islanders? Uh, Islander, Islanders game, and there was a ton of empty seats in that one. So there was a but like I know they blocked off some seats by the players, but even even on the uh, goal lines there was a bunch of empty seats. I'm thinking, how can they pack the Madison Square Garden? But where the Islanders play, they can't fill the stadium. That 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 baffled me too. Just throwing that out there, that was kind of a shock. That was a big game too. Like they, they yeah they, they won, won it. They won the yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, they won the six. Yeah, 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 four yeah. two. But listen, like I said, boys, it's uh, yeah everything's back to normal <laughs> south of the border. <laughs> Uh, all right, so listen. Let's make some predictions here, where uh, where we were, uh, and I'll, let's do let's do two series. Uh, let's do three series. We're gonna go. Kitch, you're gonna give us your prediction on the Mavs uh, Clippers series. Who wins and how many games? I basically, like, I'm gonna take the Mavs now for sure. They, they they won two in the road. They come back home. They're gonna they're gonna win one one of them at home. I think so at least. So that goes three three one at the worst. Then they gotta win one of the last three. I. I'll take the Mavs in uh, six. Uh, that would pay right now. Mavs in six would pay plus three twenty-five. You get that correct. Pro- hang on, producer Mike has his hand up. Uh, that's probably a good bet because ninety-six percent of the time, when the higher seed loses both first games, when they go down 0-2, they don't end up winning. So four yep. percent chance for the Clippers. Good oh, idea. Nice, please. only four percent. Wow. Yeah, you know, but you know what's crazy is that you if if you go. Clipper or Mavs in four, it's plus three hundred. Mavs in five is plus four seventy five, and then Mavs in six plus three twenty five. Whereas the Clippers are plus seven fifty to win in six, which they're clearly not going to do, but plus three hundred to win in seven. That's ridiculous. Back yeah, back home. I don't know if they don't. They're not winning the way they're playing. They got to do something different. That's for sure. Uh, Deno, that what do you like, uh, Dallas uh, or Clippers, and when? Yeah, I, I got I got Dallas in six, just assuming they're at home. Right. Okay, uh, let's go next. At, uh, uh, I have sorry. I have uh, I have Mavs in five. Ooh, on the road, Ooh, on the road again. Yeah. Listen, I th- I think the Clippers are done. I think somehow they sneak. You know, they might get a game. It could be four, right? I mean, if they don't win, obviously they don't win game three. It's over. But it could be it could be real, real quick, which is amazing. Which all right. So let's just quickly on that. It was just, which is awesome. Gonna... It's awesome. Like I well, love it. Superstars team up and it doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, like that. That is. Perfect for the NBA. The NBA needs this kind of shit to happen. Well, can I tell you that it's awesome for a lot of reasons. It is awesome for that. I agree. But it's also awesome because Kawhi will be coming home. <laughs> Come back. Kawhi, he's coming. He's coming home. Deno. He he's loves home. Does a Kawhi love the pandemic? So he wants to come back to Canada for the pandemic? Trust is that me, what he wants? This is what Kawhi, Kawhi. Listen, he's coming back to his roots. He's coming home. I'm not right. really sure that Kawhi calls Toronto home. I don't think. 
Uh, well, he had a home here at one stage. Yeah, we'll get him another home. Yeah, and he gets to eat free at every restaurant ever. Oh, yeah, and he get a free TV yeah. again. We'll give him another. Free well, when TV. they open, when restaurants open, he gets to eat free again. Oh, so it'd be perfect. Uh, no, listen, I really do think there's there's a major, major, major blow up coming there. Um, oh, if if they lose, if they go quickly, which they're going to, uh, I mean, George, one of George Aquai will be gone. Uh, well, if it's George, they just signed him. Kawhi's contract allows him, uh, I think, after two years to do what he wants. Yeah. Right. Well, he'll become a free agent. He will opt yeah. out, and then he can resign with them. But God, is he yeah. really going to resign with them after so this? Who, who's who is smiling the, the most in the NBA right now? You guys should be able to get this one. It's a good one. Ties to this. Oh, this, is, this is a little Deno trivia. Uh, who's smiling the most? Um, <gasps> Doc Rivers. Oh, oh God, yeah. Doc right. is yeah, Doc oh. is smiling ear to ear. Yeah. Right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's it going, yeah. guys? Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> yeah. He is. Yeah. How's the non-bubble playoffs going for you? Montrez probably feels the same way. Oh, yeah, true. Wow, well, you know, Lou Montrez, Williams, I Lou can't Williams, get off. Lou Williams. Yeah. yeah. What about Montrez? I can't get off the bench for the Lakers. I don't know. He might rather be playing. Um, losing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, all right. Um, did we do? We didn't. Did we do Knicks? Knicks Atlanta. Nope. Here Knicks. we go. All right. This is the last one. Then we're moving on. Deno. Uh Knicks. This is because this is our backyard gambling. This is what we're telling people to do. Who wins? Knicks. Uh, Hawks. How many games? I got Knicks and seven. No. Knicks and seven paying 320 plus 320. I'm going to flip. I'm going to flip. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Atlanta and six now. Yeah. You know what? I hate to say it. That's, you know what? That's the best bet out there. Plus 250. That's not a bad bet at all. Knicks, uh, Hawks and six. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just don't know how the Knicks are going to score unless Randall's got to figure it out real quick. And Randall has to go for 35 a game for them to have any chance moving forward. Uh, and I, you know what I will, I'll tell you right now, I will be betting the Hawks game three. If that line is anything near five ish, I'll be, it'll be the other way. Deno. I'll have to Bart, I'll have to Bart jinx the Hawks at halftime. <laughs> yeah. It'll be the whole farm. will be on that game. What's ever left of it. How many how many farms have you owned uh, in your in your life, Bart? Uh, you know what? I've lost a lot that I haven't actually. I'm, they're all mortgaged, and I lose them, which is not good. Bart, right, we got to quickly touch on the Portland series too. That's the other good one. All right, let's, then let's quickly Denver. do it. All right. Well, what do you? What who do you, do you, like, do you like? Who do you like? All right. Well, uh, so listen, they, they Portland did what they had to. They I'm surprised that second game was as lopsided as it was, even though uh, Jokic, he played awesome in that game. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I, I like the Blazers to roll here. I, I think they get both at home. Uh, I, I'm going to go Blazers in, in five, plus 375. Dado? I got Blazers in six. I only caught the last, uh, the, the first half where Lillard just went off. off. Like, watch yeah. watch the highlights from that, like, he couldn't. He couldn't miss. And then the second half, they put they put uh, jo- uh, Gordon on him, the ex uh, um, Orlando Magic on him, and yeah, supposedly right. that helped. Yeah, I I missed the second half. Yeah, I got I got Portland in six. I'll go Portland seven. I, I I think this one goes to the wire. I think you get a good game and a, and a weak game from the, the different superstars here. So I think we're taking this one right to the end. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I think Denver's gonna have a hard time keeping up with their scoring. They just don't have a lot of. A lot of firepower outside of Jokic. So, well, we'll see. We'll definitely see. Um, all right, listen, that's uh, moving on for our time constraints today. Um, quickly, Phil, PGA. Impressed? Shocked? What do you got? 
definitely impressed. 50-year-old guy. Hasn't been really playing all that well this year to come out come out of the blue and, and take this down and uh, and earn a spot in the U.S. Open, which I kind of liked. Um, he was odds at 301 at the start of the tourney. Is that what it oh. was? Yeah, oh, 300 Kentucky to Russ, one. Kentucky Russ and I were debating that at uh, earlier, and oh. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. 300 to one. That's a long oh. shot. Just for, for, uh, for our listeners, that's called a long shot. That's called a long shot. That's a longer <laughs> shot than day was Jason day. Even longer it's a longer shot than me betting with you and Kentucky Russell with the horses much longer. <laughs> yeah. So kudos to kudos to Phil. Well done. Very impressed. I'm not a huge, like I said, I'm not a huge fan, but I was cheering for the 50 year old guy to, uh, to take down all the young kids in the, in a, in a very tough golf course. And you guys come back to Phil. We got to touch touch base in the 18th hole after that. We'll go back and comment. We will. Yeah, uh, Deno, any thought? Did you watch it at all? Yeah, I, wa- I watched all uh, all uh, Sunday. I actually in gamed. Actually in gamed him once he uh, uh, lost two strokes. And a f- funny story. I only had 30 bucks on my account that I could do it, so I got him <laughs> at five to one, and I made 120 bucks. It was like, oh, usually I put like a buck or 200 on that. So I was I was cheering for him, but oh my god, what what a great story. He's uh, like his he's a great interview. Um, he knows what to say afterwards. He was like promoting his next uh, doubles match already, like afterwards. Right, he got Rogers. Um, was it Rogers and DeChambeau against him and yeah. uh, Brady and stuff? Right, so that, yeah. that that's going to be awesome. And then he's had a lot of trash talk on on Twitter since Sunday as well. It's been it's been amazing. Well, so but here's my next question on that. Do you think he won that tournament? Or did the other guys around him just fall off a cliff and he didn't really have to do too much? Like Phil was leaking a little bit of oil there at one stage mm-hmm. uh, and Kepka had that horrible three hole stretch where he's going to look back at that and go, I kept yeah. it in my mind. If Kepka plays it all decently, he wins that. And then, but no yeah. one else pushed him. Like he was never really under too much stress. Now don't get me wrong. I mean, his shot on 18, obviously clutch that, um, was it his last birdie was uh was clutch and uh, you know so it's not that i just think if anyone runs at him that day i'm not so sure he would have held up yeah, like louis 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 almost like louis got that birdie or was it yep. back-to-back birdies and then he got that double right yep. so yep. i think that really helped phil because phil messed up his next shot um you know, on that, but yeah, I agree. Like Kepka, Kepka missed how many putts, guys? Did he miss? Oh my god! Like he never misses those putts, like never. But he's just having some, having some issues. I, I think it's a tough golf course, and so when if you had to press, like well, these guys were trying to press to catch. I think that golf course is just a hard course to press on. So I think that's. I think Phil won the tournament on was mm. it Friday? Friday when he got the huge lead. I think. Oh. I think he just said, "Okay, I just got to steady the ship here." And all these other guys are trying to push, and I think the course is just too tough to press to press on. Yeah, so that's a good point. I mean, I think that course is not, it's not meant to be uh, chase someone down kind of course. It's, it's yeah. stay the course and, and try not to make too many mistakes. So that, that does make it hard. But still, again, you know, it's not like they were that far behind. Like we're talking, if someone goes, if, if Louie or Brooks shoot 69, you know, they're right there, right? They're in a playoff. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, but listen, awesome for Phil, awesome for golf. Uh, I'm sure Tiger, that probably set Tiger back a few years uh, seeing that happen. <laughs> I, Tiger came out with that uh, that quick tweet saying, congratulations, uh, you know, motivational, all that. It was like, I'm sure Tiger's like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, he was not thrilled about that. Dan, uh, I, 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 I really disliked the post, the post, uh, the interview at the end, Dan. 
Do you like that? I thought it was so robotic. I thought it wasn't. I I, I thought he the interview would be way better. Phil's post game. Well, it was more the oh, he um, was in shock. Golf Channel the uh, golf channel stuff. Um, afterwards. Oh, he, he was okay. Yeah, yeah. He I think he was just trying to understand this, but like in the Golf Channel, they asked him like, "Did you did you ever picture this happening?" Right, and he's going. I kind of did, right? But then I also thought, ah, you know what? Maybe I got my last one, right? So I think he was. Oh my god! You know what? Two months ago, he was contemplating sort of where he stood in the game, and that perhaps you know, t- you know, he's like, my career is winding down. Those were his words. You don't win majors when you're sitting there thinking my career is winding down. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think you. I, I think this completely came out of the blue. I I think he was as surprised as anybody, and I think that's. I felt like he was kind of not the normal Phil throughout that back nine like he was you know what there weren't a ton of like mean, thumbs up and all that sort of stuff but he seemed like either he was really in the moment or just trying to get through it and then even after i just think he was kind of what the fuck just happened here yeah. uh and so yeah he didn't seem as normal i agree with you he was on his normal self it was a little bit rough but i honestly do think there was part of like holy shit and i think it's a huge for him now he's sitting there going i've got five more years at every crack at every major which is huge for him he doesn't yeah. worry about anything from that standpoint sponsors exemptions player like that yeah it's a huge relief for him so who knows what's gonna happen for those that watch the uh, golf channel afterwards the guy asked him so phil at the start of the tournament would you have bet on yourself right and for those for those that know phil that guy bets like crazy right like he used to publicly talk about it like he picked the ravens the one year put 50 grand on it and was 12 to 1 whatever and he he kind of answers well for those that know like I, i'm i'm not a gambler right and he's always playing for cash yeah. like he'll he'll play for anyone and stuff but how he answered it tongue in cheek was hilarious like <laughs> uh so kitch to your point on 18 the melee on 18 oh. like oh. the pj all they're all they're doing there is opening themselves up to a massive oh. lawsuit, right? From either a fan getting run over uh, to like Kepka was pissed uh, yeah. because they basically ignored him, right? There was no security. There was basically no security around Kepka. Everyone's trying to no, get Nicholson. All, all of a sudden, he just, popped, he just popped out. Like we're, I was, we're going, where's Kepka? You watch Phil. Where's Kepka? And all of a sudden, this this body squirts out from the pack, and it's Kepka. You're like, oh my god! He was, yeah, that he was that was that was brutal. It was a disaster. It was a, that was. It was a, can you imagine if there was a? If it was a, if Phil had a one-stroke lead and that cost him the lead? Like, can you imagine the 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 negative press they would have got on that? It would have been. It would have been awful. Oh, it, it would have been terrible. Phil even said, like he said, it was a little unnerving. And apparently, yeah. his caddy, his caddy was sort of like having a bit of a panic. Attack. His brother was sort of like, "Get me the fuck out of here!" And I don't blame yeah. him. It was. It was actually. You know what? It was a little unnerving watching it. It didn't seem it totally was comfortable at all. So yeah, no, and then Kepka, you hear about Kepka after he's like, my, of course, you know what? Kepka is a bit of a dick. There's no question about that. Like he's not the most lovable character in the world. Um, now next to DeChambeau, he might be. He might be Winnie the Pooh next to DeChambeau, but um, uh, Winnie the Pooh. But he uh, he was complaining. He's like, my knee. I got wrapped in the knee a bunch of times. He's like, I'm coming. If I wasn't coming off a knee injury, it wouldn't be so bad. Like so, he's kind of sucking out a little bit. But to his point, like here he was in the abyss. All of a sudden, it's just a sea of people. You yeah. know, all over him with not with no real protection. So yeah, that could have gone I could have gone horribly, horribly wrong. Horribly wrong. Now, speaking of uh DeChambeau and Kepka, so you guys saw the video. Golf course was asking a lot from you today, Brooks. What were you able to do well and put up that nice number? Just ball struck my way around this place. Um didn't putt well, but I don't think many guys are gonna putt well with this wind. It's it's very tough. I don't like I said, I don't know what other guys have said or I just felt it difficult to read, you know, sometimes. Sometimes um, I fucking lost. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, hearing that bullshit. 
I honestly wouldn't even care. Wasn't that yep. awesome? <laughs> Wasn't that awesome? I'm sure Kepka's furious that they leaked it. Uh, yeah. But man, it had that had to come out. That's so good for the game. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And then all the tweets, uh, the tweet, the tweets flying out today. What's what, which was on that? That was wow. that was blowing. You know up. what? I hate to say it, but Deshambo is looking like the winner so far. Right. All Deshambo was doing. We we were speculating this, but I'm pretty sure Deshambo was just walking by in his own little world. You know mumbling to his caddy or coach about, you know, some scientific data uh, approach to what he was trying to do. And Kev was just like, how dare you type thing, which was kind of ridiculous. His reaction was kind of ridiculous. And then DeChambeau's tweet where he said, love living in your head, uh, rent free. Like that was awesome. (laughs) I'm telling you, Kevka's losing this on all fronts right now. Kepka was Kepka was the cool kid in high school, the quarterback, like the one, and 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 Bryson was the kid that you beat up in the back parking lot in in in, in school. He was the one that could. Oh. So Kepka was always the one that picked on guys like Bryson. I think all the way through life. Oh, I, I think so. And now Kepka's, uh, for whatever reason, the, the stud high school football players turned into a porn star. That's a terrible <laughs> look he's got going. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And the kid he used to beat up is is a yeah. roid monster. Now. Yeah. Can now beat the snot out of him. Yeah, I know. It's and it it does appear. I think the shampoo is right. I think he's in his head. Just so great. Well, I think, especially with the Ryder Cup coming up. Sorry, Dan. No, I think there's some karma. Like if you recall Kepka when he went after not after uh DJ Johnson. DJ after you're going in going that last round, like I used to like Kepka, and then he kind of did that. And golf, you don't do that. Like you don't, you don't say, "Hey, I'll look at my record." And he, he's not good at, no. at closing and stuff. And it's like, oh, you know what? There's, there's some karma there. I think, I, I think uh, I'll still bet on him, right? But I think it's going to be a while <laughs> until he, uh, until he wins again. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely. I mean, yeah, he is. I think he's a bit of a dick. Don't forget, him and DJ had that fight on the plane going to the last Ryder Cup. Like they got into a scuffle. Like yeah, I don't sure. think, yeah. I, It'll be interesting to see how that all shakes up. But the, you know what? You want a real good bet? Go bet Team Europe right now in this year's Ryder Cup. I'll be all over that. I'll be all yeah, yeah. over that. Oh god! Oh my god! <laughs> well, yeah, trust me. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, we will. All right. We got to move on here. Uh, where are we at? Kitchen agenda. You uh, your streak of not of not making cut. How's that, how's that going yeah. for you? Yeah. So uh, for so everyone knows, uh, last week I had uh, one of my bets was Mickelson. Uh, to not make the cut, winner. <laughs> that's a winner. That's, that's a winner. Three in a row. Way. Yeah, three in a row. That's yeah. really good on that. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's uh, talent. That's not good. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, but I will tell you that this week, I uh, I parlayed Mickelson and Rose not to make the cut. It looks like I'm going to be fifty percent right on that one this week. <laughs> Rose, I think, is top three. And uh, Mickelson, when I last checked, was four over today. So, I'm, you know what? That should have been actually the big bet of the week for us. Should have just been Mickelson not to make this oh, week's cut. Yeah. God knows yeah. what he's been doing all week. Oh, yeah. right. This is yeah, yeah. This was a mis- yeah. We missed on this one. This was a this was a no brainer. I got half right. I just should have went alone. So the part trying to up the ante, trying to get that. I had to get eight to one. Half, half just for our, our non gambling. Half right does not win a parlay. Just no non gambler said no. There. No, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. It's frustrating to only get the half year two game parlay right. So, uh, so yeah, my streak seems to be intact. That uh, even though I still love the bet, still love the bet, but it's not. Uh, it's not really hasn't proved fruitful just yet. <laughs> uh, 
All right, now where are we? Why can't I find uh, Uganda? Bart calling a team. You were calling a team out. Yeah, yeah. I think it did that. I think we're on what drives you crazy, aren't we? Uh, rabbit, rabbit hole. hole. Den- oh, uh, Dental rabbit, rabbit, rabbit hole. Which get ready for this, everybody. Yeah, I I didn't get the agenda, but my my rabbit hole. I do have a quick story though, Bart. Um, so my work, you get peer feedback, and in my peer feedback, it says dental tends to go down rabbit holes with data. <laughs> I can't. I cannot make that up. Rabbit hole. Rabbit hole is a, a commonly known term. Even in peer reviews, no, Dan, was that is that positive or negative feedback? Like, what is it? it? How do you it, think was, that? it? It was not positive. It was, oh, it was not, not positive. Not positive. Yeah, well, give me an example. What what were they referring to? What what kind of data? Are, like, is it work related data or is it? Yeah, work related. Like, I'll be asked a question, and they want like probably a one a one sentence answer. Then I go on for five minutes. Kind of going, oh, like, I see. You going ramble on. so deep, deep, deep. It's like. Say high level. Don't go rabbit hole. Don't rabbit yeah. hole on me. I want, oh, yeah, you know what? I do tend to do that. Yeah, I can see that. I can actually, oh, I, can, I, I can side with them, Dental. I can see You that. know what? Yeah. And I can see your peers being like, would you shut the fuck up? Yeah, We're trying to get sure. out of this meeting. For We're sure. trying to get out of this meeting. Oh, I yeah. used to hate those guys. I mean, you, they get asked a question and they just go on. You're like, oh my God, get <laughs> yeah, me out of here. Bart, that's me. I guess that's me. I just oh. found out today. That's me. <laughs> Oh my God. I learned that skill a long time ago. It is a 30,000 foot view with like less than three sentences. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. How are things? Yeah. Pretty good. Oh no, no. Uh-oh. You got to ask more questions. No, oh, that's what I did on Monday. That's what I did on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday night I did Wednesday. I did this. <laughs> yeah. How's the See, health Bert? of the business? Yeah. Look, things are looking good. See Bert. <laughs> we actually, there? we actually just went down a rabbit hole about the rabbit hole. So there you go. That was the rabbit hole summary right there. <laughs> you know, I can't believe you don't subscribe to the less you say, the better. I've been teaching my kids that since the moment they could speak. The less you say, the better. But Bert, Bert, if you don't know the answer, you got to go to a rabbit hole to confuse them and then oh, come back. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. It should be. That should be written in every marriage contract. Every marriage contract should have that. In oh, there. my God. Well, that's where you have to learn that. That's you should learn that. It took me a while to learn it. But yeah, the less you say. The better in that environment. Every Except for the book club, who says way, the book club says way too much. I had issues with them this week. But oh, oh is that is that yeah. what drives you? Yes, it, it better it be. Should be. Actually, it should be actually. Well, what happened? Yes. What happened in the book club? Yes. Did you yeah. screw up? Did you put your foot in your mouth in the book club? No, the book club. The book club, which is uh, three of my buddies and Sue's yeah, in the book Sue. club. So now my buddies are informing Sue as to what's going on in my life and what my plans are for the future. Oh yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> no, I like that either. What how that? How that well, that's, not, that's not the less you say the better. That's the guy code. That's a guy you know, code. That's yeah, Ursel. What are you that's doing? Ursel run. I think Ursel running at the mouth. That's Ursel. Blah blah. And, blah, blah and Bart, Bart. The issue is, is that Kitch hasn't told Sue what's going on. No, so, I know. I, I yeah. know the issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been. I've had that issue before. Uh, you guys yeah, just aren't good, so? You're not good communicators. No, <laughs> that's not. because no, <laughs> that's because certain things need to be explained at certain times. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's a timing to Pick these things. Spots. Yeah, you know, it, I could just see Orso doing that too. <laughs> <laughs> right, thinking it's cute, it's funny. You know, he's got a he's got a thing for Sue. Maybe this will get him the good books. Yeah, no, I I could see that for Orso. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. talk no, to no, him. He, he he sent you shirts. He sent you t-shirts. He did. He, you know what? Very nice t-shirts. But I will talk to him about this. He knows better. <laughs> he knows better. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you for that, Kitch. Uh, all right. So we're into uh, what drives you. Then we're gonna, look at we're gonna we're gonna meet our forty five minute timeline. This is awesome. Uh, 
Daniel, since you have to go first, so why don't, why don't you start us off? Yeah, you know what? I actually don't even like mine this week. Usually I have a lot of what drives you crazy. Angst. You usually have a lot it's, of angst, yeah. Yeah, a lot of angst, a lot of anger. Mine's very simple. So when you when you go and you go park your car, you know, you're not going to the driveway and stuff, and there's two spots, don't park in the middle. So like when you park on the road, like why would you go and park in the middle so only one car can go there? And it, it keeps happening. And that's kind of a difficult thing to kind of go to your neighbor and say, hey, jackass, why are you parking like on the middle here? Because I have a car and you have a car. So what drives you crazy is once again, Bart, simple etiquette. It's not sidewalk etiquette this time. It's road etiquette. Double parking. Double parking etiquette. Yes. Yeah, yes. I agree. Yes. Not to do it. Totally agree. Especially in the neighborhood. Oh, my God. Now, if you're in the streets, that's a little bit different because, you know, you may want to make sure you guarantee yourself to get out of the spot. No one boxes you in. Now, like, it's a little bit in the neighborhood. No, no you got to keep that on the – yeah. Keep that – yeah. Then, that's, that's then cool. How come all your drives you crazy is just focus on your neighborhood in Baden? How come they're not like – like, like big, like because he hasn't left it. In I haven't left years. my house since uh, <laughs> since March. That's why. What are you just? March, are March you out there just watching your? March are you just out there year. watching your neighbor park? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just waiting actually, for it every day. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like that retired guy who's like reading a book and just complaining about his neighbors. Right. <laughs> just pulling the curtain back a little bit. Oh, he's parking. <laughs> Uh, Kitch, what do you have for us? All right, so um, the stress, I'm not going to single anybody out here, but the people, like the stress that certain individuals in our house go through when we are having people over. It, it, is, it is like we're getting judged by all of our visitors who tell everyone, who will, who will tell everyone if our, if our house has a speck of dirt in it. Why can't we just relax when people are coming over and, and, and they can accept the way we are? Why, why does it have to create so much tension when people coming over? I just, I just, it, it drives me crazy. Hmm. This might be, uh, this might be more fodder for the book club. <laughs> this could be, this could be a problem for you. <laughs> hey, Sue, did you hear Kitch's last, what drives you crazy? That's oh, yeah, Orso, old Orso. Yeah, Orso's yeah, going to, yeah. Oh my God, he's licking his chops as soon as he hears this. Uh, yeah, that's in that we've, it's, it's sort of the similar elk of the uh, cleaning for the uh, cleaner, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have the, I have similar uh, challenges when we have people over. Yeah, I just always assume the queen's coming whenever anyone's because our house <laughs> is royal worthiness. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and I'm always surprised. Oh, the queen's or, not coming. Oh, oh, just regular people are coming. Okay, regular friends. Like, yeah, yeah, just work. yeah. Or or it's like okay, my again this pre-COVID, my my brother's coming over. Like, do you think he gives a shit if my shoes are over there? He's gonna go, hey, my shoes. Like, you think, do you think he really cares? Like, no, I yeah. know it's crazy. Uh, all right, mine's quick, and it's uh, two words, which drives you crazy. LeBron James. Oh, I, I just can't. Oh. You know, I couldn't let it go. Like, I know we have so much LeBron oh. hate in this pod, oh. but what he did in game one was an atrocity. Like, it was it was so bad, that flop. Did you guys see it? You saw the, yeah. the free throw flop? Oh. I mean, oh. he barely got touched, let alone had to tumble to the ground like that and then writhing, like literally rolling around the floor, holding his, at one point, his tricep, then his shoulder. And then he's like trying to, like, it was one of the worst performances of a fake injury that I've ever seen. And just why, like, why would he ever feel the need to do that? Like, he's going to get the call anyways, but then just that horrible, horrible, horrible 
rolling around and acting. Like it was honestly, it enraged oh. me when I saw it. And then, and then his teammates were sticking up for him because like they they didn't see the play, right? But it, I agree, Bart. If anyone else does that, they're called out. They're like, oh my oh god, my god like, like that, that that should be a flop. There should be like a, a call on it. It was it was offside. It was totally offside. Yeah, like, and he's been doing that for years and years. But this was like, I'm telling you, this was probably the most egregious one I have ever seen. It was, it was so <laughs> awful. <laughs> like, and he just again, right? When you get, and I always tie it back to the whole Jordan LeBron thing. And even though it's driving me crazy that Barkley is starting to now throw his hat in the ring, saying, "Well, there's a path to LeBron being the greatest of all." I, no, there isn't, because it's shit like this. Yeah, right. Jordan never took a night off, right? Jordan would never want his opponents to think that he was somehow weaker than them by pretending to be hurt and popping back up. Like that was just, there's just no comparison to who the two animals are. And I always will go back and we've been through this a thousand times, but if you look at the teams that LeBron has lost his finals with and you put Jordan on those teams instead of LeBron, how many of those teams does Jordan lose with? And then the answer is none. He doesn't lose with any of them. Right. And Jordan, so, and Jordan got pummeled. Like he, like, like the yes. Pistons, Pistons used to lay him out. Like you, you get laid out in those days and he'd be like, um, uh, James gets touched. Just gets, just gets like a little wee touch. Folds like a cheap suit. Well, that is part of it too, right? He's never, ever, ever had to properly defend himself. Like Jordan used to get up and get in the Lambeer's face or Isaiah. Like they used to go yeah. at it. So anyways, it's weird. It, it's just, yeah, I, I'm done with the whole LeBron, but I just thought that was, uh, beyond egregious beyond. Yeah egregious so yep. uh, all right listen we've lost time for the last couple minutes but kitch uh any aob before us uh we get out of here uh so the only one i had which which i found appalling was <laughs> the the state of ohio oh, here we go so the state of ohio ran a five-day lottery so they had oh, five yeah. days of lottery where if you got your vaccine they give you a lottery ticket to to try to win a million dollars i live in a country where we cannot get enough vaccines to to expediate the uh the moving on of our economy and, expedite, and covid and expedite i think that's a that's a travel company expediate so. <laughs> oh it is it's a cheap one too yeah <laughs> but the uh so the fact that they are having to incentivize the population with a lottery ticket incentivize? to get them get them to take <laughs> get them to take their actual vaccine is Completely ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. I, I, it, just, it just shocks me that that's, that, that, well, that's happening. Yeah, you, well, you should see, and Bermuda's having the same problem now, too. They're, they're doing all these incentives uh, to get people to continue to take it. And, and it's ridiculous that you should have to do that. And you know what? There should be some sort of uh, remuneration for those who have already done it on the up and up. Right? Yeah. There should be, there should be totally. a lottery for everyone who did it in the first 30 days when they were supposed to. And yeah, I, I agree. I've seen that story. It's ridiculous. But the U.S. now knows they've got a problem on their hands. They don't have enough of their population vaccinated, and it's it's at a point now where uh, there are no more lineups, right? There, every every vaccination center is waiting for people to walk in, and they're not walking in. And I think they're like at fifty two percent of fully vaxxed, and they know they got to get to seventy five, eighty, and that's a lot. That's millions and millions of people. Yeah, uh, they they need another eighty to ninety million vaccinated, and if they don't get it, I know that they're back open and it seems better and all, that, but there's another wave coming in the U.S. in the fall. If, if those vaccination rates don't go way up. So, yeah, but it is that it is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, mine's on a, on a, not quite a, 
uh, a dour note, but it's a, it's an interesting little story that I came across. Uh, we could talk about this in gambling, but uh, bad beat. Did you see it last uh, last Lakers game? If you had the uh, under, okay, the under was two ten and a half. Okay, with two fifteen left, you had twenty four points to spare. Twenty four with two fifteen left, seventeen points to spare with forty nine seconds left. Oh, 17 points and you're away 49 seconds. Uh, and then just like, if you want, you can go, you can look it up and read it. But the, the, the events that took place after that to lose your ridiculous threes being made senseless fouls uh, in the last three minutes, Davis and Booker were the only ones to shoot free throws. They went 16 for 16. They missed <laughs> one free throw and they're but 16 for 60 in the last three minutes. Uh, and then, yeah, the, the total ended up being two eleven. And you, so if you had that under, that's one of the all-time worst beats. I don't know that I, and listen, my mantra in betting, especially over-unders, has always been, I want it on my tombstone, actually. You're never out of the over. If I read a book, if I read the Dave Bart book, that's going to be the, the uh, title. You're never out of the over. Because it's so true. This is a great example of how you are never, ever out of the over. But we're all, that would have been, been the ultimate gut. 17 points for 49 seconds. <laughs> you can't lose that bet. You cannot no. lose that bet. <laughs> so I, I had a bad beat. I'll bring on my bad beat last week. Okay, here we go. So over the weekend. So I'm sitting around. I'm, I'm gonna. It was the Monday. It was the Monday Jays game. So I'm watching yep. the Jays. Oh. And they're down. They're down. Uh, oh. They're down like six four. I think in the seventh inning. So I said I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet the Jays uh, plus uh, plus one and a half. So I'm thinking, okay, plus one. And it was like it was plus two hundred for the odds. I mean, all right, that's good. So they can they can still lose by one, but they got to get one more run in the in the in the last two or three innings. Three, yeah. So they get two runs in the bottom of the eight, tied up. I'm like, all right, it's good. Going our time now. Now, now the I, they can lose by one in extra innings. So then, then the Rays go out. They score two runs in the in the in the tenth inning. I'm like, oh my god, I'm done. The Jays come out, score two runs in the bottom of ten. So I'm like, all right, this, I'm, this is going to happen again now. Let's come back. Then in the eleventh, the Rays score seven runs. Seven <laughs> runs. So there's two things on that, right? That it start with the runner starting on second, second base. That yeah. opens up for multiple that's a runs. Run. Yeah, that's a run. That's a multiple run uh, issue right off the bat. And then the Jays ran out of pitchers. They totally did. Right? They didn't want to throw any. Like it just because the whole pitching thing is all screwed up. Baseball is all screwed up. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's no good. That's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure point. when you in game. Uh, Monday night bet you can ever get really get a bad beat out of it, but uh, I know I know you I know you're going with it. Yeah, yeah. it felt uh, bad. It, it, yeah. Felt bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it certainly didn't feel good. It wasn't a good beat. <laughs> uh, all right, listen, that's it. Our 45 minute window. Uh, all right, perfect. So we did it. Okay. All right. Well, listen. Uh, on 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 the note of Kawhi coming home, he should take us. He should take us home. All right, Kawhi. <laughs> Kawhi up top, looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win!